Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Our guest is Patrick Bennett, macro strategist at CIBC. Patrick, let's start with Brainerd. Uh, I mentioned a couple of times uh, on the show today that one of the comments she made besides uh, the possible pause to, to assess um, how they're doing was uh, this line that liquidity is a little fragile in core markets. Now, that's kind of a scary comment. I'm wondering whether or not you're very concerned about that or whether maybe this is just cover uh, for a possible Fed pause, which is a delicate issue. Yeah, I'm not sure. It'll look very interesting uh, for sure. Uh, look, I'm not convinced it's uh, it's cover for a, a pause or anything like that. But I, I think as we always get into the the end of any uh, period, and we're getting in towards the end of the year now, and uh, and liquidity tends to get a little bit uh, tighter, and we're facing a situation now where you know where rates are, where rates are going higher, we're starting to see that uh, it's starting to filter down into the the real economy. So I think liquidity for uh, you know for all participants is you know is getting tight and getting and going to be tighter. Uh, Banks, uh, you know, credit process is uh, is a little tighter as well. So uh, yeah, look, all these things are, are not coming together at a uh, at a good time or at a good pace, and it really does present uh, a lot of challenges. I think to activity, not just in the U.S. but elsewhere. Uh, you know, heading into 2023. And to the other point, Patrick, does it matter too much what Lael Brainard says? We're still waiting to hear from Powell himself as to whether or not there's going to be a pivot. Yeah, look, that's right. Um, look, the the overwhelming balance of uh, of FOMC members uh, has been to you know continue to push the the hawkish uh, story. Uh, I think if there's one thing where the market has probably got it wrong uh, to date is uh, is trying to pick this terminal rate, trying to say, well, you know, I think they'll end here, or I think you know there's only this much more to go. And you know, over the last week or so, they have been uh, trying to you know find the reason why we might uh, you know see a pause. I, I think a pivot is the wrong uh, description uh, of that. I don't think uh, we don't think that rates will be uh, will be eased uh, any time in the next uh, you know 12 or 15 months. Uh, so yes, I, I, you know, Powell is uh, is where it's at. Uh, he's done very well to to follow what the market has priced in to date. So yeah, we're still uh, we're still on of the uh, in the very hawkish camp. If Brainerd's comments gave a little sucker to the markets, um, the comments from Jamie Dimon, uh, perhaps a little scarier uh, to many, saying that he could see under certain conditions the S and P five hundred down another twenty percent. Uh, do you do you see the conditions for that? Well, yeah, look, it's a scary one, isn't it? And we've had a few people come out and talk about, you know, how far we could go down. You know, we've had these, uh, what we'd say was bear market rallies, uh, you know, last week. And, and most bear markets or, you know, the majority of bear markets are characterized by sharp, uh, you know, retrace, uh, just as we saw last week. Uh, I think it's too early to say that the base is in. Uh, you know, we're going to face higher costs of capital uh, for businesses. Uh, we're going to face you know, weaker consumer demand of, of the impact of, uh, of higher domestic 
uh, interest rates uh, for for borrowers. You know, so the uh, you know the earnings prospect looked to be uh, looked to be challenged, uh, and I think that that means that uh, you know equity markets uh, overall you know, look to face you know the, the preponderance of uh, of risks is still to the downside. And it means that the dollar remains strong. Where are you shorting here? Yeah, absolutely. The dollar remains strong. Uh, we like we like shorting the Australian dollar. Um, the Australian dollar is a high beta um, to uh, to global activity. It's a high beta to uh, to Chinese activity uh, as well. So uh, you know that's one of our favourite trades at the moment. The yen has been very weak to date. Uh, we think there's a prospect for the the yen to stay reasonably stable around this level. Uh, sterling looks to be challenged as well. You know the fiscal uh, effort, efforts there are uh, not not bearing fruit. You're saying that uh, it's still too early to pick an end to central bank hawkishness and that they can still surprise. I wanted to ask you our MLive Pulse question, though, in terms of when we're looking at the housing markets, inflation, the cost of living crisis, which big economy could, I guess, stop hiking first and which asset class would be the first to pull out of a slump? Yeah, look, uh, yeah, very, very good question. Thanks, Julie. Um, look, yeah, we're looking at uh, household indebtedness. We think that's a very important uh, trigger uh, and we look at places like Australia and, and Canada, which have uh, a high uh, household indebtedness, uh, you know, say versus uh, the US or versus New Zealand. Uh, so we do expect them to uh, to end earlier. Uh, we did expect, we in fact expected the RBA to hike only 25 basis points last week. Uh, you know, we think that they will get to their you know their peak earlier. We think they've still got some more work to do. Uh, you know, Canada in the same way. Uh, we still expect them to hike another 50 basis points. Uh, next month, but uh, sort of slowing down, and we think that's probably where the the market opportunities are going to come from in the next uh, in the next few months. Uh, is trying to decipher, trying to determine, you know, what the spread will be, because even though we we believe that there's further hiking to be done, uh, it's not going to be just a uh, you know uh, across the board. Uh, I'm, curi- across the I'm curious whether you think inflation uh, stays with us um, a lot longer, or whether uh, it's this kind of long and variable lag issue that if the if the hikes they've already done are going to be so dramatically felt that you're not going to want to buy equities for a whole year because of that rather than inflation. Look, that's right. And I think, you know, we, we spoke earlier, equities have already been under the pump. We think there's probably, you know, feel there's probably some more uh, underperformance to come uh, from here. Uh, the normal lag or the normal considered lag for monetary policy, six or nine months uh, till it starts to feed through. Um, you know, services uh, are getting a, a real, uh, really hiking uh, higher prices now. How often do you do 375 basis points in eight months? Well, no, no, that, look, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, not in, uh, not in people's knowledge that are in the, market, uh, in the market now. So, look, I think we're getting towards that point, and, and central bankers are saying that, that we're going to get towards a point where we are able to, uh, you know, to pause. Uh, and see how we go. But that doesn't mean that uh, we're going to stop hiking. And that certainly doesn't mean that we're now pivoting to a point of, of starting to ease. And I think that's perhaps the, the point where the market is a little bit confused on at the moment, or that that's where the contention is at the moment. So, yeah, further hikes, but I, I think this uh, this talk or notion about that we may be then talking about easing in the uh, the middle or second half of next year is, is way, way too early. Well, let's talk about one place where they are easing and China, how much further policy support you're expecting and, and whether or not we see a change in policy after the party congress. Yeah, look, I think we'll see, uh, we could see a little bit more easing. Uh, I think they've been fairly measured in their, uh, uh, in their steps so far. Uh, I don't know whether they're waiting for the, you know, for the Congress to announce a, a great deal more. Uh, China's challenge has, uh, has been for s- some number of years 
to walk this uh, this fine line between trying to reduce uh, debt uh, and, and trying to uh, and trying to reduce leverage and trying to reduce the excess leverage and trying to keep the economy still uh, you know still moving along. Well, that's sort of really come to a, a head this year. Uh, with the property sector, that was uh, really uh, born out of the you know the red line or the the, the red uh, the bright line tests that we had a uh, more than 18 months ago now I think, uh, uh, and so that's going to be a drag for some time. So continue to need more stimulus. Uh, we think that policy rates perhaps are lowered by another 10 or 15 basis points by the first quarter of next year. Uh, which is helping to backstop the economy, but not really uh, providing a big boost. Do we get a nod to the private sector from Xi Jinping? Well, I think we get a nod to the uh, to the domestic sector for sure. Uh, whether that's you know the private sector, um, I think when uh, you know when the private sector has not been doing so well, it's incumbent on the public sector to step up. So, if we are going to see that, uh, we'll talk about a pivot uh, in that way. You know, in China, then it probably means that we're going to see a. Uh, a more moderate uh, outlook for, for growth for the next uh, two to three years. All right, Patrick, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming into our Hong Kong studio. Patrick Bennett is macro strategist at CIBC with us here on Daybreak Asia. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.